Before we begin today's episode of Bride to Be, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past and present whose lands were never ceded. Welcome to Bride to Be. I'm Megan. And I'm Taylor Broad. Whether you're planning a wedding, you're in a bridal party, or you're just here for the tea, we're here to walk down the aisle with you. Whatever that may look like. We are finally here. I know, it feels a little bit weird. We've got the microphones set up, headphones are on, and we are ready to go. We're very professional. So today we're going to chat through our own proposal and wedding stories. All things us, really. Yeah. So how long ago was it for you? Well, wedding was October last year. Proposal was the year before. Yeah. I'm going to say June. Yeah, 2021. It's etched onto a seat he did it on, but I... <laughs> oh, that's so I can't cute. remember the date. There's too many dates to remember now. Yeah, of course. And how long did you leave then between wedding and proposal? So it would have been just over a year. Just over a year. Yeah, yeah. which I think was a perfect amount of time, mm. especially because I found it really stressful at the start. Although... I feel like if you can do it and smash it out in three months, yeah. at least it's only three months of worrying about your wedding and not a year and three months. Yep, you're not wrong there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wrong there. <laughs> I'd actually love to talk to someone that like planned their wedding in three months or yeah, from proposal to wedding it was like four months. Should we get into our stories? Yeah. Okay, let's do okay. it. Yep, let's get into it. So you have obviously just told me you're not that far out from your wedding. No. I need to know, have we got new tattoos on the wrist? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) For everyone listening at home, I don't actually have any real tattoos, but I do have temporary tats. So I had my hens on the weekend. Oh. Yeah, today's a Tuesday, everyone, in case you're wondering. So they weren't drunken tattoos then? No, no, thank God. It's not in my nature unless, I I don't know, who knows in life, I'll never say never. But Joey has a lot of tattoos, so... Mm -hmm. The girls organised all these little temporary tattoos that the guests that the hens could put on. But I thought it was going to be like cute for a night and then like scrub it off. But where I put it, it's really delicate skin and I have a lot of, of hair in my arms. <laughs> so it really hurts to try and get it off. <laughs> oh, yeah, it no. says Future Furla, which will be my last name, and then Joey's head. It was really Oh, it's actually his face on yeah. your wrist. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll show the camera. <laughs> Note to self, no temporary tattoos on the wrist. No, especially if you were doing your hands like, I don't know, not that anyone would really do this, but a couple of days before the wedding. Oh, God, please like, do not get temporary tattoos. Could you imagine? Well, you know what's really funny? As a joke, I was going to put one on my cheek on the night, but then I was like, because you have to put it on with water, I was like, oh, it'll ruin really? my makeup. But luckily I didn't because I would have been scrubbing. You'd be sitting here today with your future husband's face yeah. on your face. He did say, get it permanently. I said, absolutely <laughs> not. I will not be doing that. But anyway, that's a story for another day. But today I want to talk about something a little bit cringy. Mm. So we've found some stories where people have actually said no to their proposals. I actually really resonated with one. Yeah. Not because I said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just get that on the record. But there was a woman who actually described why she said no. Mm-hmm. And what happened was she was in a crowded baseball stadium yeah. and the kiss camps obviously come up. <laughs> so cringe. I was sick just talking about it. <laughs> and her boyfriend at the time has obviously got down in front of everyone, proposed. And in that moment, she mm-hmm. said it was such an eye opener in the sense of, I would never want to be proposed to Mm. in a crowded environment. And I completely resonated in the sense of if Nathan had proposed to me, let's say at a football game, right? (laughs) 
get out on the pitch. In that moment, I would have been looking at him thinking, you do not know me. Like, I'm about to say yes to you, but you do not know that this is the last way I would want to be proposed to. And you would start questioning whether they know you enough to be married to you. And I think that her saying no, she said she kissed him. She didn't actually say yes. She kissed him. She got the camera off her and then they spoke about it later, which is very polite on her behalf because I think I would have just turned around and ran. Yeah, yeah, I would have been like, I can't do this. I would have been like, oh, no, no, too many eyes on me. I'm out of here. So she did do the right thing. But I can understand why those emotions came up for her because before that she thought she was in love with him and it was in that moment that she said, no, this isn't the guy for me. And I think it is, it would be that shock of like, how do you not know me? Mm. Like, this is so obvious. How do you not know that I would detest this? Yeah, exactly. But I think that is a good point. Maybe you could have a convo with your partner and Mm. just be like, or maybe your partner could bring it up with you and just say, how would you like to get proposed to? Not as in like, give me a plan. Yes. um, But more in the sense of like, would you want your family there afterwards? Would you Mm. want it to be a friend's thing? Would you want it in public? Would you want it in private? Would you want to be away for it? You know, just have like a real casual combo so that you are both on the same page because, I don't know, it's almost like when you have these big events in life, you can expect so much from them without meaning to. Of course. And then if it doesn't meet that, even if it's like a subconscious expectation in your head, it can just kind of ruin the moment if you're someone that gets in your head. Definitely. And I think also, again, that comparison. And if you're looking at somebody else's engagement going, oh, my God, that's all I've ever wanted, send that to your partner. Say to your partner, this is beautiful. I would love something like this. And your budget might not be the same, but at least you're giving him the idea of a surrounding or whether it's at dinner or you're just dropping those little hints without being like, plan this to this time at this date here's what you have to do because they obviously want to have a little bit of control in the situation too however it's your engagement as well and you want to feel happy and special in that moment so I think like you said so smart having open conversations around it yeah exactly and you know what and I think it would be so easy to do if you were planning a proposal Mm -hmm. it would be so easy to plan the proposal that you would want to receive exactly (laughs) instead of what the other person would want because you'd just be thinking yep this is a stellar idea. Mm. I've got this. Maybe just popping yourself in the other person's shoes, which yeah. sounds obvious, but I think there'd just be so much pressure on it. You might just accidentally shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's funny because when I look at the social media posts I did around our engagement, so I posted a little snippet of Nathan proposing and you can obviously go through your insights and see how many people have sent that on, how many yes. people have saved it. And there was a part of me that went, I wonder if, girls are sending this to their partner because there was lots of comments saying this is exactly how I want mine and then tagging their boyfriend and I went is this the new way of subtly sending like we said a ring yeah but as sending this is what you need to do yeah this is what I (laughs) would love keep me happy yeah I would love get the security cameras (laughs) on me all right yeah and do a little home proposal yeah I completely agree Mm. and I think there's nothing wrong with that and I think also coming back to saying no it's so important And although there is a nice way of doing it, if you're not ready to get engaged, no is a very okay answer. Don't feel pressured because your friends are all getting married or you think that it's the right thing to do or your family are pressuring you. Marriage is a huge deal and it shouldn't be taken lightly, especially leading up to a marriage. I think you really work out whether you want this or not because of the bigger discussions on budgeting, money, what you guys want to see as your wedding 
It is about love. And if you two are on completely different pages, you can still say no leading up to that wedding. If you're finding that throughout all this planning, throughout everything you have just gone through in, say you did a year planning session to go into your wedding, if you get to a week out, you can still say no. Because you said yes at the point when he proposed does not mean you have to say yes when you go down that aisle. So really coming back to just thinking about internally what you want and don't feel pressured just because you said yes initially. Yeah, exactly right. Save some money. Yeah, save some money. (laughs) And you know what? It's just a reroute. It's not a complete detour. And it doesn't mean you're breaking up. You just might not be ready to get married. Yeah, it could be a pause. There was another story in this article, we'll link it in the notes, where the girl said, no Mm -hmm. because she was like we're just not ready but then a couple months later she ended up proposing to him Mm. so you know just is what it is timing yeah big believer like we said timing is everything maybe you met your partner too young and then 10 years later they have to come back they're coming back into your life because timing was right exactly right (laughs) (laughs) all righty so to kick things off we're going to share our own engagement stories. Mm-hmm. Now, Tay, I've tried not to look on social media at all <laughs> so that it's a new story for me. Yes, yes. But tell me about how you got proposed to. It's funny actually say that because on social media it probably looked very romantic, but in reality I was being the biggest pain in the ass. <gasps> I'm glad. I had Nathan come home. He'd been over in a hub because of COVID at the time. Yes. And he came home and we usually do our morning coffees together in bed. And Mm. this particular morning he wanted to sit outside. It was freezing. Like it was so impractical. I did not want to do it. Yeah. I had meetings later that day and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Piss off. I don't want to do that. (laughs) So I had a shower in that time of me getting in the shower. The poor thing has run around, moved all of our security cameras to be on this bench seat out the front to capture the engagement. He's also (sighs) hidden a bouquet of flowers in his beloved shed. So he's run out there, got the flowers out of the shed. And of course I had the quickest shower known to mankind because I was running late and I've got out and he just looks frazzled and we're sitting down having this coffee and I can hear him doing these deep breaths and I'm like, is this because it's cold and I have completely proven my point here or like what is going on? So I'm kind of watching him and bless him, he starts doing the, you know, you're my best friend. And I'm like, did you know it was coming? No, I honestly was like, oh God, what do you want? I'm like, I'm late, babe. Wrap it up. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, yep, you're mine. He yeah, stood up and he actually didn't have a big speech or anything. He was way too nervous. He yeah. just took a deep breath in and you can see it on the camera. The cold air just goes, oh, <laughs> breathes out yeah. and then gets down on one knee. And he kind of just looked at me with this tear dropping down. And I, I couldn't say yes yet because he hadn't actually asked yeah. me the question. He was just staring at me and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then, yeah, he said, will you marry me? And kind of yelled it at me rather than <laughs> asked <Okay>. politely. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so beautiful. And, yeah, we just spent the rest of the morning together and really enjoyed that moment, which was really special. I'd love to know what yours was like. Were you as much of a diva as I was? Yeah, it was horrible. They say it's very common. Mm. I know a lot of people don't like to admit that, but, mm. yeah, I was a demon. <laughs> 
Sorry, circling back to your story, yes. I always have follow-up questions. So for anyone that doesn't know, yeah. your husband now, because you're already married, he is a footballer. Mm-hmm. So he had been in quarantine. Yes. And so they were moving around Australia. So yeah. at the time they were in Sydney doing a two-week quarantine. Yes. Prior to that, he actually had a big engagement planned where oh. initially it was always going to be us at the house. And then he had hoped for our family, because they live in Perth, to come over, mm-hmm. be there once the engagement was done, celebrate together, have a big house with friends and family. However, it didn't go to plan. No, we no, went no. into a full lockdown two yeah. weeks before that. Yeah. So he was, yeah, flown off and then he started freaking out because all these friends and family obviously knew he was proposing and it wasn't happening that week. It was happening the following week when they were coming home and he was just thinking, oh, my God, please, no one spoil this surprise. Yeah. Or even someone texting him being yeah, like, are you going to do it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so we kind of had convo, like, you know, you have those, like, loose convos yeah. about, like, timelines. Mm-hmm. I know that word sounds psycho. But I was just living my life. Like, I was happy. We'd had a convo. We were all good. And then one day I just looked at the calendar and it was April and I just realised I'm not engaged. <laughs> I was like, this is not our timeline. Like he mm. said it was going to be done months ago. And then right, I so just... you'd set an actual month. No, no, no. I think we kind of said like we wanted to get married this year, like before winter. So in my head I was like, well, it takes like a year to plan a wedding-ish. Mm. So then I thought, I've missed my wedding date. Oh, no. <laughs> and because like Joey's the best, he's great at executing things. Okay. But the thinking ahead is more my job. So I'll think ahead and then he'll be like, yep, I've got this. So then I thought, oh, no, he hasn't thought ahead. So I had a spiral and I thought this isn't going to happen. This is going to be an end of the year job, thinking it's okay. We'll just push everything back. It'll be all right. But anyway, he ended up proposing a week later. So. Oh, so he had prepared himself yeah. and he did think ahead. Yeah, he did, he did. <laughs> but there were big ring issues. Yeah, because of COVID and then there were floods where the ring was getting made. So then everything just pushed back. I also was working every weekend, so on all the weekends that he was trying to do it, like I was kind of booked out. But the actual proposal was really cute. We just went to a beach spot that we always go to. I kind of knew that he was going to propose like two minutes beforehand because he had brought a tripod to the beach. And I was like, babe, why do you have a (laughs) tripod? And he goes, oh, oh, um, I just wanted to do a TikTok. And he does, like, he's not really into TikTok. So I was like, no, you didn't. I'm like, why didn't you brief me? Like, what's the video? What do you mean? But then it all happened so fast. He'd written, like, will you marry me on a picnic rug? Or, like, the rug that we're sitting on. So by the time I was, like, being an investigator, trying to work out, like, how it's going to happen, it had already happened. Yeah. And same thing, no romantic speech because he was way too nervous. Mm -hmm. It was just... Will you marry me? It's definitely not like it is in the movies. No, <laughs> unless like the guy's really, I don't know, like good at Calm. like, you know, yeah, yeah, and like performing. Like, nah, Joe's no, I agree. way too nervous. He reversed into a car the morning of. Oh, no, so he really was very nervous. nervous. Yeah. Thankfully, we didn't leave the house because I would hate yeah. to think what Nathan would have done. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, though? I'm like, why are you nervous? Like, you know we're going to say yes. I know. Speaking of knowing you're going to say yes, yeah. so you'd obviously spoken about being engaged before. It wasn't a surprise out of nowhere. No. You definitely had yeah. said I'm saying yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think we're in that phase where we were like, we'd bought a house together, we were renovating at the time, 
we were talking about like, you know, what overseas trips we want to do because we've never really done like big trips together. Yeah. So even like financially, we we're kind of working out what are we doing? Kind of knew that it was coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when. And I was very chill until I wasn't. Did you ever speak about what ring you wanted? Well, yes, because I have known Joey since I was like 16 years old, but mm-hmm. we didn't really get together until we were like 23. Three, it's very four. similar to Nathan. Oh, really? Yeah. We'd known Ooh. each other when we were younger. Yeah. On and off, too young, went and did our yes. own lives, completed what we wanted to complete in life, and then decided, oh no, we're mature enough now to do this. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. And so how very did you come similar. back together? Nathan actually messaged me oh. and just said, look, like it was honestly this big message. I thought he was drunk. And yes. <laughs> my reply was, are you drunk? Yeah. He said, look, I'm so done playing these games. I'm finally ready to settle down. Let's just be together like why are we wasting this time get on a flight tomorrow and yes straight away are you drunk and he's like no I promise I'm not (laughs) oh well that is like a movie yeah that was but yeah I'd known Joey for ages so from when we were like still just friends I would send him rings as a joke and be like if you ever want to marry me this is the ring that's great so he had examples but from like when we weren't even dating okay he had yeah. references. He had references, yeah. Like he didn't change your mind from when you were 16. I know, right? Could you imagine? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been horrible. <laughs> the ring um, opens and you're like, oh, no, that's yeah, yeah. not what I wanted. That would have been a bad, like it's a pink diamond, like, you know, yeah. something that I liked when I was 16. Actually, a pink diamond would be really nice. They're quite rare, aren't they? They're very, I think very they're very expensive. expensive yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you should have gone the pink diamond. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. It's probably like <laughs> quadruple what my rings were. Anyway, how do you know what ring you wanted? For me, I had been to a lot of events being Mm -hmm. in the space that I am work-wise. So there'd been a lot of times where I was lucky enough to try on some beautiful diamond rings Mm -hmm. and jewellery and I'd actually worn a very similar ring to my engagement ring before. Mm -hmm. And I remember I took a photo and sent it to Nathan and I said, do not stuff this up. This is the exact (laughs) ring, shape, size, everything from this jeweller. It's not rocket science. If you're going to marry me, there you go yeah and honestly he said thank god I did do that because he would have had no idea like he's a country boy at heart he doesn't even know if I wear gold or silver half the time yeah it's not something he takes notice of I chopped half my hair off I got home and he's like I don't remember it being any different. Stop. So I was not trusting him with my ring. That's so cute. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah, so I'm glad yeah. I did that. I think they appreciate some guidance. Definitely. Some... It's hard. They've yeah. never worn jewellery. They don't know what we're wanting or not wanting. So yeah. it can be quite a difficult process, I mm. think. Yeah, it would be like me trying to buy Joey a car. Yes. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't take the specifics risk. he wants. No. Yeah, it's way too hard. So I have found that. Sometimes when you're like you're engaged yeah, and then everyone is hitting you with like, when's the wedding? Yeah. What's happening? And it's pretty much like, from the second you announce it. Yeah. Literally from this, like on the same day, they'll be like, congrats, when's the wedding? Yeah. So how did you kind of, I guess, like get on the same page with Nathan about everything and what steps did you take? It was quite hard initially. I yeah. felt really overwhelmed. We had always kind of envisioned this European wedding where yes. we would just have close friends and family fly over. Mm-hmm. However, that at the time, because of COVID and lockouts and things like that, it just didn't seem like a smart idea. Yeah, <laughs> We'd seen yeah. so many people have to cancel weddings and I wasn't prepared to do that. I always wanted to elope. So I said to Nathan, if this wedding gets cancelled once, 
we are eloping, like non-negotiable. Yes, you got one shot at this, <laughs> right? Like, this is your one chance. <laughs> so we met halfway and decided we would just do it in a different state, meaning that all of our Perth family and friends would have to travel, but all of our Melbourne family and friends would have to travel as well. So it kind of made it fair, but also made it feel a bit destination. But with that comes not being able to see your location straight away, not knowing whether a venue is what you're after and you're putting down deposits, which are huge amounts of money. And you're not even sure if you like this venue yet. So it was really difficult for us in the sense of getting on the same page over well do we want a country wedding do we want a beach wedding and I was a mess in those first couple of weeks I was so sick of people asking me where is it have you saved a date yet have you done this I'm like I can't save the date if I don't know if my venue is available let alone know what venue (laughs) 100% it was quite hard and I think it just really came down to talking with Nathan, having really honest and open conversations and just being like, look, it could potentially cost this much if we do the wedding that you've got in your head, or we can do it a bit cheaper and go this way. And to be honest, once he found out, because he was groomsiller at the start, he was like, I want to have glamping tents. I want to bring in a marquee. I want to have blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, this is a million dollar wedding. I don't know where this money's coming from, but we are not doing this. He had a groomzilla moment and I honestly sat down one of the days he was at work and just budgeted what that would look like. And I had printed out all of the, because the best thing to do is actually just email a place directly and say, can you send me your package and price list? And they will. And the breakdown is so incredible. So I just put it in front of him and said, add that up. And he did. And he was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Nope, nope, nope. Let's just get a venue that's got it all. Oh, honey. So, so he is a feasible man. He is feasible. He just I needed just to needed to, to break figures. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's we got there fair. eventually. It was quite hard. Wedding yeah. planner for me was yes. the best thing I did. Yeah. She obviously was over in Queensland. So mm-hmm. she knew what venues were good, knew what vendors were good and yeah. made my life a thousand times easier. Yeah. I but you're in the midst great. of this, aren't you? Because you I haven't am. had the wedding yet. No. So how have you found kind of leading into all this planning? It's been busy. Yes. Yeah. So I'm seven or eight weeks out. Wow. I can't actually remember now. But I've found it comes in waves. Mm. Like there's that first rush to be like, okay, I need to get a venue. Yeah. I don't know, like a ceremony, photographer, videographer. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of did nothing for like three but that's normal. Months. Yeah. It's normal. And I was like, yeah, no, it's all under control. And then I was like, oh, like I haven't done any styling at all. Like I haven't mm-hmm. booked in flowers. My venue was asking like, so what's your colour scheme? Yeah. And I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't know. So I think a wedding planner would have really come in mm-hmm. handy there. They keep you accountable. And yeah. I think that's the benefit to it totally. you can't really forget no the things on the day because they're on top of it they're on top and i think they know like the order of how things should go and they've mm. seen the mistakes already whereas i'm just out here making them so anyway so at the moment i've got like a 30 point to-do list yeah just like little things like you know little gifts for the girls on the day got yeah. my little flower girls that i need to get like slippers and stuff for Cute. so yeah we're getting there Ask me in a a month's time and we'll see if I'm still sane. I found social media kind of makes it a bit harder because every time you're getting on your phone, it's, oh, you should be doing Mm. this or this wedding had this and you feel as though your wedding isn't up to that standard or you're missing out because someone else is doing that. Mm -hmm. And the best thing I did was once I locked in any vendor, unfollowed all other accounts. Yes. Didn't need to see it. 
I'm happy with my vendor. Why do I need to see what other florists are doing? A hundred percent. So once I did that and really brought it back to the simple fact that this is a wedding about Mm -hmm. love, not about a show, it made everything so much easier. I completely agree with that. I actually was having coffee with a girlfriend and she got engaged similar time as me. Mm And she just was freaking out because she's like, I don't know how to like juggle this financially with what I want. And I was like, you just got to stop. Yeah. I said, get off Instagram and just think about you and your partner and Mm. how you want to celebrate because you're celebrating your love at the end of the day. So it really does not matter about what flowers you had, how many candles you had. No one remembers anyway. (laughs) Thank you. No (laughs) one remembers. Like half the details of a wedding, no one remembers. It's just you. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, if that's one, you know, piece of advice that I'll definitely take from you, it is just remember the love. Yeah. Yeah. All it's about. So I know that you are very close to your wedding. So your dress, I'm sure, is completely sorted. Yeah. Getting process. However, there are probably a lot of people listening who are at the very starting stage when Mm -hmm. it comes to their dress. And that can be quite overwhelming because... As we all know, wedding dresses can be quite expensive. And I don't think anyone warns you about that. I was never told about it. And I think that that's really a point that we need to make when it comes to your wedding dress in the sense of don't be put off by the initial price that you're given when you say this is my dream concept. You actually bring up a really good point. And I think that we should actually call this segment shit they didn't tell you. I love it. I am all for that. Yes, because that is 100% things that they do not tell you. You don't learn this in school. No, you really don't. There's no bridal (laughs) school, unfortunately. But as soon as even you call up to make an appointment, sometimes they'll hit you with like, are you prepared to pay this amount? Because this is what I'll just start from. So I would just kind of veto that. Yeah. And I think also brands and companies are trying to get rid of the customers that are just calling to get a quote or just calling to waste their time a little bit. Yeah. So they probably will hit you with Mm. a quite high number just to see whether you're legitimate or not. Exactly right. But you actually brought up a good point before and you were saying that even if you come up with your dream concept Mm -hmm. and it costs, I don't know, let's just say. $12,000. $20,000 or something at $12,000, $8,000, $2,000, and your budget's only $1,000, talk to whoever you're working with and say, okay, how can we change the fabric? Mm -hmm. What different beading can we use? Take out some crystals. Yeah, let's swap some cheaper alternatives in because you'll probably get the same look. And if one designer won't do that for you, another will. Exactly right. You don't need to always go for the big name. Yeah. And I think that's really important when you Mm. have to come back and remember, you wear this dress once. Yes. Everyone thinks that they're going to hand it down to their daughter. I'm telling you right now, you're not. <laughs> or if get you do, rid of that get reconstructed. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, they're going to chop it up. They're going to take the fabric they want from it. They're not going to look at your no. wedding dress no, no, in no, no, 30 no, no, years' no, no. time and go, oh, that's on trend. Yeah, I actually really love that. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, even to assume that you'd be the exact same measurements, oh, very ballsy. Very, very, ballsy. very risky. But you actually brought up a company before yeah. called Still White which is actually like a secondhand, yeah. oh, not secondhand, but I would say you can repurchase a wedding dress. It's almost like renting out a like dress. Like renting out a dress, a wedding dress, which is so clever. It's amazing. So, so there's so definitely clever. options out there. Don't be turned off. It's not as hard as it probably seems at the start. The other thing I would say is like go and do the whole like go to one shop and try on 50 different dresses because it's really fun. I know, I was going to say. But or suits, it's whatever not you're for into. anything else but your own humour. But it's also great if you have decided that you're going to design a dress. Mm-hmm. 
do not just design the dress. Go try on similar dresses, please. I'm begging you. Do not just think that that's going to work for you because everyone's body is different Mm. and you really want to make sure that dress is for you. Mm -hmm. I actually have one other story on that. We can cull it. Um, (laughs) But a girl that I know, so she was with a very well-known designer Mm -hmm. and two weeks out from her wedding, she was looking at the design and she was just like, no, we're just not on the same page. Went shopping that week. Told the designer, look, we're just not on the same page. Mm. They actually agreed. They were like, yep, we're not really nailing the brief. She found her wedding dress two weeks out from her wedding and she looked stunning. You would have never known. No. She just bought it off the rack. It was amazing. How gorgeous. Lucky for her. So there's always a backup plan. There's always backup. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Bride to Be. If you want more info on anything we discussed today, feel free to check out the episode notes or slide into Adore Beauty's DMs. If you don't want to miss a beat, be sure to subscribe in your podcast app to be notified when we drop our next step. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating. And of course, don't forget to share this with anyone in your world that you think would like to listen. See you next time.